This is The Space Shot, episode 254 for January 23rd, 2018. A spacewalk, Oscar, Itos, and why did I watch a nearly three hour long movie last night? Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Molnix. Verify your ingress aids are both tucked in and that you're clear of the rotational envelope. And then I'll hand over the comm to you and Nemo for the rotation to access the mate, demate, and remaining EDFs. EV1 is clear. Yep, EV2 is clear. So, uh, Nemo, you ready for the GCA? Yes, and this is not a GCA, just a rotation. And the uh, break is coming up. Well, I'm gonna, I still want to do it, uh, treat it like a GCA in you because we're this close, so. This morning, on the 23rd of January, American astronauts Mark Vandehei and Scott Tingle performed a spacewalk where they conducted maintenance on the station's robotic arm. Repairing critical systems or installing new equipment are the primary purposes of spacewalks for the station, and during those excursions, astronauts also get an opportunity to catch incredible photographs of the Earth during the numerous sunsets and sunrises they experience. Today's spacewalk is one of three that are scheduled for the station over the coming weeks, so I'll have more on those future spacewalks as they happen. Since we're on the topic of space news, Iridium Communications announced that they are targeting a March 18th launch for the Iridium 5 flight of satellites. This launch will be from Vandenberg Air Force Base and will use the same Falcon 9 booster that launched the Iridium 3 flight in October of 2017. Switching gears a little bit to the government shutdown, it has been temporarily fixed here in the U.S., which is going to allow SpaceX to move forward with the static fire test of the Falcon Heavy rocket. As Chris Gebhardt with NASASpaceflight.com tweeted, quote, Static fire update. Looks like static fire is now aiming for Wednesday. No window available yet. Remember, this will first and foremost be a wet dress rehearsal. Only if everything is perfect and SpaceX wants to try, will they proceed to static fire. I know I've got my fingers crossed that SpaceX can finish the static fire test so we can get closer to seeing the Falcon Heavy take flight. I've also got a Zuma update. A Bloomberg article from January 22nd discusses how the U.S. Air Force has found that, quote, based on the data available, our team did not identify any information that would change SpaceX's Falcon 9 certification status. While this piece of information doesn't shed a ton of light on the ultimate fate of Zuma, it does bolster SpaceX's claims that the Falcon 9 performed nominally. Now it's time for some space history. On January 23, 1970, the ITOS, or Improved Tiros Operational Satellite, was launched along with the Oscar 5 satellite. The Tiros, or Television Infrared Observation Satellites, were part of a series of early weather satellites that were launched by the United States starting in 1960. ITOS-1 was a second-generation sun-synchronous meteorological satellite that observed Earth in infrared and visual wavelengths. 
I've talked about weather satellites before, way back in episode 3, so check out that very early episode of The Space Shot if you'd like to learn more about weather satellites in general. The other satellite that launched with ITOS-1 was the Oscar-5 amateur radio satellite. This small, battery-powered spacecraft transmitted, quote, battery conditions, spacecraft temperatures, and horizon sensor responses. Over its short month and a half or so of life, amateurs in over 25 countries made contact with the spacecraft. I talked about Oscar-1 in episode 212. Oscar-1 was the first amateur satellite that was launched into space all the way back in 1961. Check out episode 212 if you're interested in learning more. Let's finish up today's episode with some pop culture. I got home late last night and watched Blade Runner 2049. I've been busy enough with the podcast. I've had a hard time seeing movies as they come out in the theater, especially with the small town that I live in, only having most movies in the theater for a week or so before they're gone. I enjoyed the original Blade Runner movie, but it's been ages since I've seen that movie. I was apprehensive about not seeing that original movie before diving into 2049, but you really don't need to watch the first movie again before watching the latest installment. I enjoyed Blade Runner 2049 a lot. It seems like over the last couple years there have been too many bombastic blockbuster type movies that rely on explosions and action to cover for a lack of nuance and depth in their stories. Blade Runner 2049 isn't perfect, but I appreciate where the story was taken and how we got there. I give Blade Runner 2049 4.5 holographic Elvises out of 5. I did want to mention the movie here because there's talk of the use of replicants as off-world labor in the movie. There's really not much more detail given on this subject, but the use of robots, artificial intelligence, and androids are a staple in a lot of science fiction stories. I don't want to get too deep here, but I believe that the methods that humanity employs to colonize other worlds will have a profound effect on how those future societies develop. I'd enjoy watching a movie that looks at the off-world replicants, but considering it's been three plus decades since the original Blade Runner movie came out, I don't think we'll be seeing a spin-off of Blade Runner 2049 until probably about 2049. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'd appreciate it if you could leave a review on iTunes. If you do that, screenshot it and send it to me at John Molnix pretty much everywhere on the internet, and I'll send you a Space Shot sticker and a little thank you. Also, make sure you hit the subscribe button, that way you don't miss any of the daily episodes. As always, the show notes have more information on today's episode. You can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. You can also connect with me on Facebook. Just search The Space Shot or click the link in the show notes. Tomorrow, Voyager 2 passes Uranus. I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.